Welcome to Hot Local Singles. I'm Lady Gaga's aunt. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lady Gaga's hip. Josh. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I think, that, I think we got it. We got it. That was it. Cut. <laughs> End of <No>. episode. <laughs> um, welcome to the podcast about well-rounded opinions on pop music. Exactly that. Very that. It's Josh and Juan. It's Juan. <laughs> Lady Gaga's aunt and hip. Hip. <laughs> and today, we're doing tracks. Yeah, the electronic music edition, club local singles. Club local singles, yeah. Inspired by the white Madonna, mm-hmm. we will be bringing you some of the most interesting, discursive, and iconic electronic music re- releases of the past month. Yep. All the way from yeah. New York to New York to <laughs> New York to... and then some Montreal. <laughs> We're going Japan, actually. Yeah. We're even yeah. going German. Oh, yeah. I know exactly what I was talking about. I can't wait <laughs> to discuss that track. Okay. Well, listener, thanks for joining us after whatever part one was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the pop. This is the art. <laughs> We're happy to have you here. What did you say pop and art? Is there... Anything in the news related to art <laughs> pop? Great point, co-host. Mm-hmm. So we just did an episode on Patreon about art pop and kind of compared and contrasted it to Maya by MIA. Mm-hmm. Art pop, of course, being a Lady Gaga album, yeah, for those who don't famously. know yet. And we mentioned like a an Instagram post by a producer and a White Shadow. And a petition. Yeah. The producer, White Shadow, promised to text Lady Gaga, and clearly he did. He clearly didn't promise, send yeah. green. It went through because Lady Gaga <laughs> made a statement. So she made a statement about it? I don't know. Yeah, I guess they listened to Hot Local Singles. <laughs> she listened to Hot Local Singles. She was so influenced by our like opinions on our pop that she was like, you know what, I do need to release part two. Yeah, so she said... The petition to buy Art Pop on iTunes for Volume 2 has inspired such tremendous warmth in my heart. Making this album was like heart surgery. I was desperate, in pain, and poured my heart into electronic music that slammed harder than any drug I could find. Okay. (laughs) So at least she knows we love Art Pop, because honestly, we love Art Pop. We love Art Pop. And a lot of what we said in the episode was that she was traumatized both by the preceding times oh hip injury and then what came after art pop the reception like scathing yeah scathing critiques and reception of it and then in 2019 she tweeted something like i don't remember art pop but i guess a lot of the petition and the gay guy attention to it brought it back and she's recognizing her child again and even perhaps i will say we should be careful of gaga's promises we've been this is what i said on the episode we've been through this with telephone part two yeah. Yeah. That never came. And people were saying that. That never came. In case, spoiler alert, it never happened. <laughs> so I hope it doesn't happen with Art Pop 2. I think it's actually like a really great time for that to come back because, as we love to see on the pod, the culture and public opinion is all about cycles. And right yeah. now it's peaking on like mm-hmm. positive perception of Art Pop. Yeah. So it'd be a great time to deliver with that within the next year or something like that. Definitely. And you know we could use some EDM 
Like we could use some bobs. So it would be really interesting to see what EDM means this year for Lady Gaga too. I mean, I guess we know because of Chromatica. Chromatica, Flamatica. I would hope it would sound a little different. Traumatica. Traumatica. Well, thankfully, Blood Pop didn't have his dirty ass hands on any of our pop. Right. Exactly. I don't. I don't mind. I don't hate Blood Pop that much. I don't hate either, but um, it's just a different universe of EDM. Like it was Zed. I feel like it was like Porter Robinson too. I kind of forget. Yeah. It's been a while since that episode. (laughs) (laughs) But stream available now on Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a Miami-based duo called Bayside Mm -hmm. Listener, and I know some gay ears just perked up because Bayside is like heavily associated with Sophie, who we loved and still love. It turns out Sophie did an EP with this duo. Sophie saw them perform live and was like, you have to come to my studio. This was in 2016. The songs never came out. They were just played live. These songs, let's say it like it is, they sound like they're from 2016. 2016. So we have like five, four songs, something like that. The song we're going to talk about is what? Fuck It Up from New York to Miami? Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever, we're going to talk about all of them. They're all like very Mm party-centric. No bras, no panties. Fuck it up, you know. I feel like you get the vibe. Yeah. The vibe isn't very complicated. They're really going for like, is it so weedy quote of like, something for the summer, something for the girls to get ready to. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, it's live music. Like I get why Sophie would see these girls perform and kind of be obsessed with the energy. Mm -hmm. And maybe I just haven't been to a club in a minute and it's like not connecting, but I really feel like it aged like milk in the vault. That could be it. Truly. I, I listened to it and I must agree. It it sounds aged and it sounds underproduced a bit. I wonder demos, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if these are demos or maybe not necessarily demos, but something that just didn't get all the way to I mean, we know Sophie's production. They're they're always like minute. Yeah. Like very, very, very like polished. In, in their own like messy way, but very much like you don't you you don't listen to a Sophie song and say they're underproduced. This one does seem like it's missing some elements or I don't know. Yeah, there's like no bass lines or something. Yeah. I am used to this sound because so many Sophie songs have leaked over the years and that's mm. just like how they end up sounding forever. Right. It's a really sad side of being a Sophie fan, honestly. But I mean, yeah, obviously they weren't released with Sophie's Blessing. Like, obviously they're not finished, I would say. Yeah. I mean, it's still like, I think you're right about the club element of it. I think it's a, like a cute song, but it's not connecting the the way I Which think. Which one are we talking about? I'm still talking about Fuck It Up. Oh, Fuck It Up, yeah. Yeah, that's the one I listen to the most. Because it's really not a bad song. It's not at all. And and I think the Fuck It Up refrain is is good for what it is you know just like a club song that you're like screaming to getting drunk but maybe just it's not the time for it it's not the time and what you said it's too old it's not the time because you can listen to it on like loudspeakers in the middle of the night yeah Yeah. crazy expensive was a good song too i liked that one that was Mm -hmm. the last song on the ep girl was like the most songy out of all of them like it was about being with a woman with a woman (laughs) with a woman (laughs) Yeah, so there are moments, even as I talk about it, I'm like, okay, well, I'm being really harsh on it. Like, this is like the only type of music I listened to for like three years. <laughs> <laughs> We're harsher than things like that we used to love, I feel like. True. Sometimes. Um, the, the thing with like, you could compare it to like Vroom Vroom, the production on that. It's a, yeah. from around the same time. But the thing about Vroom Vroom is 
that pre-chorus is out of this world. It like catapults you into a new dimension. And none of these songs really have that elevation because really the rest of Room Room is as minimal as this shit is, you know? Mm. It's really just the pre-chorus, I think, from Room Room that aged the best to me. And something about, maybe it's just the fact that it was released at the time, something about Room Rooms sounds groundbreaking or something just like, yeah, captivating. This doesn't really, mm. I don't think you'll catch me replaying this over and over. But Yeah. yeah. Similar, like, basic lyrics, though. <laughs> You're right. Local yeah. lyrics, even. But no, I know a lot of people like have been dying to get these songs, so it's a moment. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm sure that if you're like a Sophie fan, it's something that you just appreciate for to be able to stream like on Spotify. It's definitely not the way people wanted these songs to come out, like given the circumstances. Yeah. So that's for sure. There's also NYC to Miami, another song, Sophie Remix. That was the big one. That's the one that's been oh, yeah. going around forever. Okay, yeah. this one's I like. This one I like more for sure. Okay. Yeah. New York to Miami, no bras, no panties. No panties, yeah. <laughs> I think it's literally yeah, just that's like... Yeah, classic. We're, we're so, or I am so like percussion influenced. Like literally anything that has a like yeah. drum that grabs me. I'm like, okay, I like this. Let me roll with it. Yeah. See, we're warming to it already. Yeah. But it's local. I think it's local, yeah, unfortunately. It's just what it is. I don't know a lot about Miami bass, so I'm willing to admit it's probably not exactly for me, but... I mean, I know enough about music to know that um, <laughs> something's missing. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes energy can carry an entire project. So there you go. Literally. Yeah. Maybe that happened today. Right here on Hot Local Faggots. No <laughs> 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 vibes, no knowledge. Hot Local Haters, yeah. <laughs> um, can we talk about the least relevant thing we're going to say all week? Yes. This next song. By a little-known artist named Gummy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn positive. This uh, this song is all about positivity. Yeah. Like Gummy Bear. So Gummy Bear is known for being a ringtone. Let's start with that. <laughs> <laughs> and being like a video clip on flip phones 15 years ago. Gummy Bear's back. Who is Gummy Bear? Well, we know... I am your Gummy Bear. Wait. We know that song. No. Do we? You don't? I don't. Well, I'm not going to sing it, so that's something you're going to have to look up on YouTube later. <laughs> Get the sweetest little gummy bear at your new ringtone. All you have to do is send a text message with bear to 655.55 or visit jamster.ca and subscribe to get three Jamster products for only six Canadian dollars a month. To opt out, text STOP to 655.55. Oh, of course. Yeah, I know this one. We know for a fact Gummy Bear, the trademark or the license is owned by... I believe a dead phone company called Jamba or Yamba, <laughs> depending on what language it's being spoken in. And they would have TV commercials all the time where you could like text a short code to mm-hmm. instantly get that song on your phone and charge your parents for it. I'm like, I'm like texting right now. <laughs> yeah. And like, like wallpapers and shit. When wallpaper somehow cost money, like that sounds crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you paid for wallpaper. Imagine paying for ringtones and we did that. We used to do we that. did that. I actually did. I st- I made my own at a certain point, but um, I definitely bought one or two. I remember. Yeah, I feel like you had to sometimes pay for songs to be used as ringtones. Yeah, you did have to pay for the iTunes song. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. That's twisted. Okay, listen. Uh, here's the thing about gummy bar, gummy bear, gummy bar, whatever. Uh, I think it's just yeah. German. Um, it's just German. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> 
I thought Gummy Bar and Crazy Frog were the same person up until five seconds ago. We don't know the person. Like, yeah, we don't know the, way, the song. Person. We didn't even say the song name. This is not starting great. <laughs> the song name is I Am a Wellerman. And needless to say, it's a sea shanty. <laughs> <laughs> this sentence, needless to say, is a, it's a sea shanty. It's going to go down in history. <laughs> so we're talking gummy bear. We're talking sea shanties. Um, none of that implies 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and yet here we are in 2021 listening to this. But um, you're right about Crazy Frog. Jamba also sold Crazy Frog files. Um, And I believe there was like a little rabbit that like I think shit. He like pooped and that was like his appeal. (laughs) Wow. I'd love to watch these these commercials on YouTube. I'm sure they're there. 2000s culture really was crazy. But yeah, see, here's the thing. I don't know if this is authentically gummy bear. Like to me, the voice sounds different. When you listen to I Am Your Gummy Bear, it doesn't sound like I Am a Weller Man to me. It's <laughs> a deeper voice this time around. Maybe he's grown as an artist. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it's like a ghost license and someone right. stole the trademark. Oh, that's what you were trying to say. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm going with it. No, that this, I don't like, know. Fake character group. Maybe his vo- vocal cords just are no longer the same. Like Mariah. Hit puberty. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Gummy Bear was once a tween. And is now a grown adult singing about the sea. <laughs> <laughs> See, all these things are possible. Listen, I don't have such a, a, a keen ear to realize the differences between this and past Gummy Bear projects. <laughs> so I'm going to trust you on that one. But Definitely. I will say, the song itself, this sea shanty inspired EDM track, is yeah. a banger. Boom, boom. I want I want like sound effects like boom, boom, boom. yeah go or certified banger so good sometimes you just need a drop in your life and yeah. gummy bear really delivered gummy bear and his german producer really <laughs> delivered with like <laughs> i guess british lyricism because isn't sea shanty supposed to be like a british like irish or whatever yeah oh, totally right. yeah because this comes from a meme is that a meme from 2021 or 2020 the sea shanty shit i guess it was Early 2021, yeah. Yeah, T- yeah. TikTok. It's like a dude went viral for singing. He's like, sea shanty for you to don't know. It's just like, sounds like old timey music to me. You know, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's like traditional old timey, I guess, British, Irish, some more of their songs that I guess are sang on ships. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, like as people are dying of gout, you like sing with all your mates. It's <laughs> like they're pushing someone on like the boat, you know, when ships have like the series yeah, of like or simply overboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, if I'm being pushed over for it, I do want Gummy Bear to be singing, <laughs> commemorating At my occasion. funeral. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder if, like, the British history of sea shanties relates in any way to, like, drunk Brits singing Oasis at the pub oh, altogether. It's, like, it's probably drunk Brits doing that is like the, the contemporary version of, of yeah. that. Yeah, totally, totally, yeah. Irish guys in particular love singing together. Yeah. I imagine, I'm picturing, and this is also kind of German too, it's like a huge thing of beer. They're like cheers and yeah, beer yeah, pouring yeah, yeah. out of all over. Yeah, totally. totally. Suddenly wet t-shirts. <laughs> huge pint just everywhere. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He's giving me Titanic vibes. Titanic in the, like, the lowest floor of the Titanic where they're like, Sing like you remember when they dance like Irish dances in the Titanic too? I'm so sorry, I haven't seen that film. You've never seen Titanic? Yeah. 
exposed. I was worried it would come up one day, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it took us two years. That's pretty impressive. We yeah. haven't served the worst Titanic since. No, I've seen um, I've seen the clip when um, the water rushes in and it's like scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've <laughs> seen a clip. I'll You've say that. Clip. That's all you need to know. Yeah. I will say this. This should have been the UK's Eurovision entry. Oh my God, you're right. It's kind of... Okay, first of all, it is German. I'm sorry. Right, right, sorry. I'm going to have to fact check you. <laughs> I'm getting my European countries mixed. There's like the big two European countries, so I should know. Yeah, I think it should have been a Eurovision entry. It gives me a lot of Eurovision energy. Obviously, it <laughs> can be because the singer is not human, and Eurovision is all about live performances, but the, the technology is there. I'm sure Gummy Bear could have performed at Eurovision if the powers that be so pleased, but they don't. Virtual Eurovision one year. It's only cartoons. <laughs> That's a thing. That could be real. Mm-hmm. Stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. The gorillas exist. The gorillas exist. Daft Punk is always wearing the. They're always wearing those stupid helmets. Same with Dead Mouse. Okay, contemporary reference. <laughs> Same with Dead Mouse. They contemporary broke reference. <laughs> Daft Punk are always wearing those helmets. <laughs> to this day. I think Gummy Bear is looking at camp right in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we fucking love this song. That's kind of just the end of it. It's local. Gummy Bear really is my Wellerman. (laughs) Ultimately. I wonder what that means. Wellerman? No one knows. Top, bottom, verse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's Smash. And local, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Smash, yeah. Thank you, Gummy Bear. Next up, fave of the timeline, I have to say. Really? New York icon, Doss, with a song called Look. We love the video. We love the video. Made by a friend of the pod, Justin, uh, also known as Anxiety Puppy. Hi, Justin. You'll be listening. Great visuals. The video is like a nighttime walk, Mm -hmm. which is very relatable to me these days. Oh, yeah. You walk a lot. In which, yeah, I walk a lot, especially at night. In which LED screens are kind of the only light source mm-hmm. in this city that is that we New call York. New York. <laughs> this crazy city. Like bodega lights. They're also the only source of like rhythm in the whole video, which is right. interesting. I really felt it though, yeah. I um I really relate to a night walk. The song, okay, let's skip the video. I mean, we like the video, but let's talk about the fucking song. What the a song. Ba- what a bop. Yeah, it's what a smash. Bop. So Doss released Puppy a couple of weeks ago, and in that episode, no, like a month ago or so now, in that episode we didn't have much mm-hmm. time to discuss it, but both Puppy and Look to me have been really, really interesting bobs. They're like, this is a discussion, very philosophical, the difference between a song and a, and a track, whatever, electronic mm-hmm. music at the end of the day. This is electronic music, but it has a lot of like pop sensibilities to it, which is probably why the gays like it so much. Definitely. Well, it's catchy. The lyrics are catchy. That's you it, see me yeah. on my own. You know that I'm on my own. I'm not <laughs> looking at my phone myself on my own. <laughs> That's like a power anthem. And there's that like princess superstar-esque synth line. That's like instantly recognizable. Oh, true. Yeah. Exceeder. The synth line was, I think, what made it so great. Or why I like it so much. It's really like, it draws you in. Yeah. Immediate for sure. Yeah. It's immediate. I really thought it was like, just like, happy i don't know it's just like really joyful something to, like track to listen to like it's not it's yeah. not a pain to listen to which i guess at, at a risk of sounding incredibly local sometimes does happen with like electronic releases is that you really need to be in the room with huge speakers to enjoy them 
or like right. in the vibe and by the vibe i mean like kate out or something like in some sort of right like intoxicated state this one and i think that's probably why i say it, it has like pop vibes because it's something that stands on its own as a song as a track you know it's like you can really listen to it on your headphones and you get it has hooks it really like listens pretty nicely i thought i really liked it yeah it does invented being on your own yeah literally invented alone walks at night and josh is not gonna perfect it Dawson invented Josh perfected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I innovated, but I can't claim it as my own because Dawson invented walking on your own. So thank you, Dawson. Thank you, Dawson. Yeah, thank you, something Justin. I found pretty interesting. Um, it's released on their Lucky Me. Have yep. you heard of the label before? So I hadn't mm-hmm. like known, didn't know much about it. And I did some research, and then they have Machine Drum, Cashmere Cat, like mm-hmm. Jack Green and. Um, what's the name of that band that Hudson Mohawk and Luna's had? Tonight. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight. Yep. <laughs> really weird roster. Not ro- like weird, but it's just a very particular roster that I feel like I had listened to a lot in 2014, 2012-ish. And Dawes is from that era. I think Dawes, I mean, I don't, actually don't even know her real name, but I know Dawes was around back then. She sort of stopped making music for a second, or at least making new tracks and these new, these two new ones are her like newest things that it's been a while. Right. And I think that they're coming out on an EP or something, but I just wanted to give a little history for the listener. That's exciting. Yeah. I didn't know her back then, but I definitely knew, I was definitely familiar with Lucky Me's roster for sure. T-T-T, I wasn't actually, like I knew all those artists, but didn't, like it all obviously clicked that they're all together in the same label. Yeah. Around the same time as like, um, Night Slugs, Fate to Mind. Mm. Oh yeah. Fate to Mind. A label from that era, like, just got canceled recently, actually. Oh, yeah. A Mexican Summer. No, not Mexican Summer. Was it Mexican no. Summer? No. No, no, no. Young um, Turks. Fuck, what was it? N- really? That one, too? I'm not talking about Young Turks. <laughs> Young Turks changed their name, is what happened. Young Turks, I think, has FK to exist some other shit, and they changed their name. Why? I think. Um, Armenian Genocide, I think. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. I could be, like, misinforming the listener so much. Let me. The word Turks? <laughs> Doesn't that just mean Turkish? Obviously not. <laughs> I don't know. Evidently not, if they've changed it. Yeah, I know. Young Turk ch- changes name resonance with Armenian genocide. So some must be some meaning that we are not privy to as uninformed faggots. I'm trying to find out who got cancelled, or what got cancelled. I wonder what it was. Dance label R&S records accused of racial discrimination. Dance label R&S records criticized for statement on racial discrimination claims. But yeah, wait, that, when you said fate to mind, that they really had their foot on my neck. And I think it was like 2014, yeah, yeah. fate to mind, like Kalila and all those people were like really like prolapse in my anus with their amazing music. Oh my God, yeah, <laughs> same though. Can't deny that. <laughs> I remember I went to New York with my mom one summer <laughs> around that time. We're talking like what? 2011, 12, 13-ish, something like that. And there was a Fate to Mind Night Slugs joint Hmm. label showcase at a club some like a douchey club honestly i don't know right. what it was i forget i'm sorry locals i, I can't Local like Americans. give you that kind of ear candy of like saying a club <laughs> yeah. name you know, you i know, wish i could there's one thing that you know chris love and it's like hearing a street or a name they they recognize same i just watched scott pilgrim versus the world that's all toronto <laughs> obsessed it's because we don't ever we that. don't ever get it as Canadians. That That's true. Happens. New York yeah. always gets that. Yeah. Let's just say a, a, a metropolitan. Sure, That's some some club in New York. Yeah, yeah. no, it wasn't that. <laughs> no, it was more like elsewhere. 
The night slugs and fade to mind club night was on August 7, 2014 at Verbo 10 in Brooklyn, which closed in 2017 and is now called Shimansky. Uh, and anyway, that story is over. So I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. I like left my mom in the hotel and was like, I'll be back in a bit. And I like pretended to smoke that night to talk to people and Dude, it was fun. She probably thought you were going on like a grinder date. She definitely didn't think that. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely doesn't, didn't know what that was at the time. Thank God. But she was like, be careful, you know, take a cab. I was it's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thanks, mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Should have taken her with you. All of that is to say, thank you, Doss. Thank you, Doss. Back yeah, to great, the topic great, at hand. Great track. It's hot. Yeah, hot smash. We love it. Yeah. We can't wait for the project. The people who are sharing it on, on in social media are all hot. So it makes the, hot, the song hot. It's all the hot gays sharing it right now. Yeah, yeah. Before it gets gentrified. Taste. It's all about taste. Taste is involved. Yes. Okay. Similar scene, maybe. Yeah, similar time next. frame, actually. It lists the XOXO with the song Sick Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I I mean, I can't say I've heard a ton of LSD XOXO in my years. Like, I feel like I've probably heard it out more than I've ever played it without yeah, knowing, same, you know? Same. same, same, same. Because, yeah, LSD XOXO remixes a lot and, like, is on a lot of mixes. And mm-hmm. Anyway, so this song is great. He's using his own voice, um, which oh, doesn't always happen that. with him. Yeah. And it's fucking kind of iconic it's really good it's really good it's yet again another like percussion heavy track that we love and it's really just the vibes of it i think there's a way make them so good and the vibes by the vibes i mean the lyrics and like the content like the concept of the song is all about like just pure faggotry just like unfucking yeah fucking sucking but not even just fucking and sucking like the nastiest the most like kinky fucking and sucking you can think of so look a lot of like, I think the one that I remember, the lyrics that I remember is like something like test my gag reflex or something. Yeah, that is and there. That is there. There's a moaning that comes over and over again, right? Throw the track. And none of that would work if it wasn't like amazingly produced. Like exactly. it's like yeah, a perfect exactly. like ballroom smash. That's it. That's it. That's it. So it's that's like, iconic. I can see this being played in like a ballroom and someone just like, I don't know. I think it's just again, like, yeah, anyways, it's like really gay, very freaky. Yeah. And, and like, it's just probably what, like, what techno started as, you know, just like really like in your face beats for like methed out gays in the club trying to just like suck and fuck right there on the dance floor. And they're not even going home and waiting. No, they're doing it right there. You said the, it. Yeah. You said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The reach around. <laughs> Relevant topic here too. Legendary on HBO got renewed for season two. Oh yeah, it was just announced, and it's fucking back in a couple of weeks. That's pretty exciting, actually. We were just talking about that on something, probably Patreon. But I loved Legendary season one. It's when voguing houses in New York compete against each other on TV, and it's just mm-hmm. like, I mean, I, I love it. I love I it. I came so reluctantly to that show. I love it too, by the way. I really like it. But I came really reluctantly because of one specific person on the cast there we say Jamila Jamil. Yeah. When I first heard of the show, she got in trouble for it because, um, yeah, because people were like, what is she doing here? So before the show came out, it had like bad press because of that. But yeah. so I came to it being a bit like, oh, it's going to be cringe as fuck. Jamila, what did you know? But I mean, obviously the show was made by the contestants, like all reality shows. Yes. It's all about the contestants, really fucking talented people, like characters, huge characters that just have like 
crazy life stories and like amazing personalities and extremely talented dancers. It's like amazing. It was an amazing show to watch. And also, what wasn't apparent to me, mm-hmm. but became apparent quickly, is that it's judged by icons too. Oh yeah, like um, Leomi, was it? Leomi, La mm-hmm. Roche. They're like deep from the scene. Yeah, yeah, I think probably people dispute that. Like each house kind of has its own. I'm sure. Um, what's the word? Like like leader, mom, people, queen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like people they align themselves with and mm-hmm. stuff. And then there's Megan The Stallion. She's the third judge. Hmm. And it's all music by Mike Q. So Gee. I feel like Mike Q and LSD XOXO are similar. Yeah, the vibe is similar. It's literally the same music. It's like ballroom, techno, and house. It's like really iconic. And to see yeah. that on TV is... To see that on TV so well lit, I just... Like I've lighting. never seen anything so exciting, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. And that, that music is just... It's like mind-blowing that it actually happens and yeah, it's it happening really again. Fun. So and um, it was actually two. unfortunately one of the first shows that I saw having to deal with COVID. Yeah, or yes. the last episode it gets a f- because I guess they were filming really close to when it aired because it aired like a year ago and they were filming right at the same time and the last episode was interrupted by yeah like the first wave of COVID or whatever. Yeah, it's still it. They did it pretty good. They managed. Like, I don't yeah. think lockdowns were that strict at that point. Maybe I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Which they helps. filmed the last episode right before it really got like fully locked down, yeah. So they just got rid of the audience. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know what though? The audience is essential. Like, it's I so hope they bring that back. Yeah. I wonder how they did that. Yeah. Fuck. I hope they have it. I hope they have it too. Because it, I'm the, impressed they turned it around so fast. Honestly. Yeah. The audience was really interactive. Like literally, like sometimes when the judges would say something rude, the audience would be like, "Boom!" Yeah. No, exactly. The audience had affiliations. Yeah, yeah. The audience had faves. Reminds me about Leomi's that a few weeks ago, Lil Mama of My Lip Gloss is Popping fame became went viral for some homophobic statement. And then someone unearthed a clip of some like dance troupe reality show from the 2000s that I never watched. Watched, And Lil Mama is ripping Leomi. Leomi was a contestant on the reality show. America's Next Dance Crew. Yeah. And, and so was Deshaun Wesley, I think. Crazy. Who's like the announcer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, honestly, like... Sorry, legends. This is a place for legends. They picked a topic and they picked the right people to do it. Yeah, except for Jamila Jamil. Except for Jamila Jamil, I guess yeah. they needed one straight person, probably. Yeah. And it definitely had to be someone with bangs because they want to appeal to like the quirky straight girl. Who <laughs> the Zoe Deschanel's. <laughs> so that was legendary on HBO, by the way, in mm. case you just zoned back in, which is fair. I don't judge you. <laughs> we didn't judge you at all. And the track was Sick Bitch. <laughs> By LSDXOXO under Excel Recordings, his first song for Excel, which is a huge label. So, congrats, LSDXOXO. I am excited for music to be this exciting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> to be this horny, to be this um, club oriented. club, though. I wish we had a fucking club night. Just one, just one night. Just one. I'll yeah. wear a mask, I promise. <laughs> So the energy for the next one is completely opposite. Straight, low-key, and it's uh, yeah. CFCF. And the name of the song is... Heaven. Thanks. <laughs> Heaven, yes. The name of the song is Heaven, and it's featuring Sarah Bonito From... of Caro Caro Bonito on vocals. Exactly. And CFCF is a producer from Montreal. Yeah. What did you think about Heaven? I really liked it, so I wasn't expecting it to be 
so like rocky, or I guess just because it has like a, like guitars. But yeah. I I've I've listened to a lot of not a lot, but enough CFCF to know that the vibe is usually like pretty standard electronic ambient, like the kind of like washed out used to be. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think he ever delves in like analog instruments, or not that I recall right off the top of my head right now. Mm-hmm. So this song specifically, and he released an album with this. Which is all pretty interesting. Memory Land is the name of it. Um, so it's a really interesting combination of of that of like guitar music with electronic music. It's like a combination of tracks and songs come together, but all within the realm of ambient. Like it's all down tempo, mid tempo. It's never. It's not. It's like the opposite of LSD. So it's all just like a more music for relaxing and chilling at home, which is great. We love a stoner. As a stoner, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I was really into it. I thought it was like it really spoke to me emotionally. Like I was walking, I was walking with it right before recording, and I really got a grasp or a sense of like the composition of it, how it like starts pretty like intensely, then it like mellows out, and it's just Sarah's vocals for like at like forty seconds. Like it really feels like you're floating on above the song, and then like full on like soaring towards the end, but not. Don't expect EDM soaring from the description. I just mean like, you know, ambient sort of like astral projecting soaring. Um, I think that it's like a just really well composed song in that way. I love a song that like tells a story and that like ebbs and flows. And I think that does that really well. Mm. And it's an interesting, interesting experiment. I mean, he's not the first person to mix like alt rock guitars with that and with Adam's music, but I think he does a pretty good job at it. So I was really impressed and really into this project. Um, yeah, and Stereo Gum described it as a Y2K period piece where Sonic Youth and Smashing Pumpkins meet Basement Jacks and the Chemical Brothers. A wordy sentence. <laughs> this is a lot of it's references. A lot of things. <laughs> it reminds me of the song Perch the Poison. But- I, definitely, I definitely don't hear Basement Jacks, but um, that's okay. I hear Chemical Brothers. I would tell you, like, Chemical Brothers and, like, maybe not Moby, that's, like, really rude, but. Definitely not Basement Jacks, yeah. Something a bit more yeah. like, mellow. There are so many elements in the song too, right? Like they kind of build, mm. like kind of wish they were better incorporated. Like it is kind of deconstructed. It is really deconstructed for sure, yeah. But there's like a perfect song in there somewhere for sure. Yeah, I, you know? I see where you're coming from. Like there could be like a more polished song there. Yeah, like it, it does kind of turn into a pop song. Like there's a f- like fully a beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and like kind of a chorus by the end, but it's like, you could have just not taken five minutes to get there. <laughs> but that's the beauty of the song. It's the, and then like Miley Cyrus, it's all about the climb. It's all about the climb. <laughs> I think it's hot. I, I want to read this hot. Yeah. And I like Sarah Bonito being used in a different way. Yeah. I was going to say that. Or I experimenting think... in a different way for her. Yeah. She low-key fell off. I mean, Carol Crow low-key fell off. Definitely. Yeah. So it's good to see. You can only be one note for so long, even in like (laughs) alt scenes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at the album right now on Spotify. It's 16 tracks. Holy. Big boy. Now that's an album. Hot. Let's move on. We have a moment to respect our elders now. If Cornelius. (laughs) T. Cornelius with a song called Forbidden Apple. And it starts with sounds of someone biting into an apple in both ears, back and forth. Literally that. Very literally, literally <laughs> that. 
not its most interesting track, similar to Tirza in last episode. Yeah. It's kind of just an excuse to talk about someone we really want to talk about. Yeah. And probably should have, like, months ago, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I first heard of Cornelius, who's Japanese, in 2011, on Hype Machine, which I feel like is trending with us this week. In this pod, yeah. Um, Cornelius remixed Brian Eno, a song by MGMT. Oh, yeah. Which is like a really nerdy sentence taken <laughs> as a whole. But yeah, that song was like kind of garage rock, which stuck out on that album. Congratulations. But what Cornelius did was turn it into like a hand clap forward kind of bossa nova thing. Right. With really like discordant piano that sounds like it's out of tune. And it shouldn't work, but it's like, I mean, I've listened to that song for 10 years now. Like whenever I remember that song, and I just recently remembered it to put it mm. on Spotify. It's just like, I'm so happy to hear it, you know? Yeah, it's really good. You made me listen to it right before, or like a couple days ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, listen to it. It was really good. But yeah, he was in a band back in the day called Flipper's Guitar. And he was a huge part of the Japanese movement called Shibuya-kei, Shibuya-ki, yeah. which was Japanese pop music from the 90s made specifically for retail stores, oh, which like, couldn't be more HLS. <laughs> Literally, it's shopping music from the 90s. So Forbidden Apple Mm -hmm. is just, you know, it's just more of that. Um, Just interesting Japanese rock music, really. Mm. And he's also really into using field recordings, which can be nerdy and annoying, but it never is when he he does it. It's always not just field recordings. It's always much more than that. This song, which is really most of my exposure to Cornelius, because I actually didn't know about him right before you added this song to the playlist. This song is very field of recordings, but it's true what you just said. Like field of recording music sometimes can be like, oh, look at me, I'm doing a field of recording. This is it. Like this is the whole point of it. It's just like yeah. some of the sounds of wind so crazy. But this is like, it, like the, it, it, he builds up on it and it actually makes a pleasant song to listen to. Like incredibly lush and immersive. Like it's, it's really yeah. like ear candy. Like it is. I was reading a bit about the song and it was released to showcase Sony's 360RA surround technology. And if you have the right headphones, you can listen in 360 degrees. I cannot believe you just said that. (laughs) I literally can't believe you just said that. Because I was going to mention hashtag 360RA from another song, from that Doja Cat song from the first part of this episode. Because all Sony music videos that are coming out these days have that in their description. This is mixed 360 RA reality audio. And all that means is like, it's been mixed. Like, like there's guitar (laughs) where it should be and like piano where it should be. And yeah, exactly. (laughs) So like, I listen, I listen to a bunch of other songs that have that hashtag on it on YouTube and it's just like normal shitty pop music. Like a recent Zayn song has that on it. Are you calling Zayn shitty? It's so insane. It's so insane <laughs> to consider a Zane song like 360 yeah. reality audio. Like, what does that mean? Obviously nothing. But no, that's a that's a good point because Cornelius like is proto-ASMR in many ways. Because he's been making music Dude. since the 90s and 80s. So And I mean this song is that it literally starts with like a bite of an apple, which couldn't be more ASMR. Like live with Mac is shook at that gesture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or that woman who eats pickles. Oh, Queen. What Crunchy. is her name? She kind of fell off. I feel like she stopped making vids for a bit. I think so, yeah. But I was going to say, and I need to say this to get it on my chest, if a, if a Zane song is going to be 360, it has to come with his cock in my mouth for it to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has to be VR, actually. 
Ja, ich hab gesagt. Ich so physical. <lacht> Let's get physical. I'm like screaming at the mic, sorry, listener. Screech. 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 So also, if you want like more homework and to get into Cornelius, just mm -hmm. go to Spotify. His top song is called Drop. I, I guess it's his hit. I don't really know if that's true, but it's his biggest song on Spotify. It starts with like water sounds in both of your ears. It's mm -hmm. really like ASMR, but that water sound turns into the rhythm of the entire song. And it's throughout the whole song. And it just like, it's perfect. It becomes a rock song and it's like... Yeah. It's just, it swells in all the right places and it's perfect. So, so melodic. We forgot to mention how melodic all of Cornelius' music yeah. really is. And that's kind of what I meant by like ear candy, that it's not just a field recording, there's a field recording, yeah. recording that is made melodic, yeah. It's just like perfect songs that happen to have like sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cornelius. So, hot, that was Cornelius with Forbidden Apple. Hopefully that's leading to a project of some kind, because it mm. kind of sounds like the intro to an album or something. It's not quite a full feeling song to me, but we love Cornelius. Um, I know Daniel on Discord was making a Bossa Nova playlist that was oh, yeah. including a lot of Japanese stuff. So maybe, listener, if you're lucky, he'll post it in the Discord. And yeah, thanks for listening. That's all of our music. We We, we fucking did it, frankly. Before we go, though, should we do some honorable mentions, mm -hmm. some songs we've been loving, but... Didn't have the time to talk about? Yeah. Oh. We have tons. We have tons. Yeah, this, this, there was, I feel like the music industry woke up this past month. As we all know, yes. January and February is actually like a bit of a lull in terms of music releases. And it's always March that mm. they start releasing all the shit. Um, so we have a ton of tracks that we would have rated any other month, but we didn't have time to. Um... There's Free Ride by Mickey Blanco, which came out ages ago, a month ago. All I Need by Jada G. She has a DJ Kicks mix coming out soon. Mm -hmm. Jada G, famous Canadian house oh, producer. Canadian. We like her. Vancouver, yep. Um, Tommy Cash had an EP out called Money Sutra. Decent. With a song called Money Millionaire Mullet featuring Riff Raff. St. Vincent came with a second single for her upcoming album called The Melting of the Sun. I think she performed this, I forget where, SNL, something like that. And it's a bit more of the same, sort of crowd-rocky sounds. It's really weird, 70s sound. So if you're into that, it sounds like mm. a promising album, but, well, I don't know, people are a bit critical of it. Um, <laughs> what else is new? Re-Runway, Hot Hot, huge smash. Really good song. Oh, we like that Re-Runway song. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. She's finally kind of clicking. I think she has it. And by it, I mean like the star quality that some girls yeah. wish they had. So I really want to push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really hope she like finds the way to become huge. We will talk about her next time, we promise. Mm -hmm. um, one song I'm really excited about is Oh Yeah by A.G. Cook. Caroline Polachek remixed it with Say It With Me, Bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> Bagpipes. And um, she sings as well. So it becomes a bit of a duet. Really love it. They should collab with Gummy Bar. That's for sure. That's for and sure. Bewitched. <laughs> <laughs> James K., another New Yorker, has a song called Ultra Facial that we really like. Which is on an EP called 036. Really cool. Check it out with a feature with Eve Toomer, Eve Toomer. And the whole thing is really fun. It's pretty cool pop-ish electronic music. Ultra Facial in particular is giving me like early Grimes and Ostra yeah, exactly. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so you're into that. Sorry, but Canadian vibes. 
serving Canada. Canadian influence. Erica the Cassier, last one, Erica the Cassier, which is a favorite of the pod, released a new song. And if you like her songs, you'll like this one. It's a lot of the same stuff that she's been releasing. But if you like it, it's perfect because you had another it's one. It's called Polite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a just a really good imitation of 90s smooth R&B. I yeah. love, I fucking love Erica. Yeah. Really. Oh, and the last one, sorry, this is really the last one. Roshan Murphy okay. is doing this yes. project, which is like a remix of her last album called Roshan Machine. And the first cut is Assimilation. It's a really like low-key uh, interpretation of, what's the name of the song? Simulation is on the first album. That's kind of like an MIA wordplay, isn't it? Yeah, true. Attention. <laughs> <laughs> what's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> so we love those songs. Um, all that stuff is going in the episode playlist. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at like a solid 90 minutes of music for you to check out if you yeah. want on Spotify. And yeah. That's pretty much it. Oh, Bad Gal came back, but it was a flop. There was no one moved. Yeah, so sad. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys by Slater. The gay guys love Slater still. I was a bit yeah. unimpressed by this track, but it's not bad at all. It's pretty pretty cool. I've actually grew Clouds has grown on me a lot, actually. But yeah. Clouds, yeah. This is like the single before this, yeah. Okay, actually, last thing. <laughs> that kid has a new single. <laughs> yes, yes. Called yes, Mile yes. High Club, and it's good. We like, we like yeah. that kid. <laughs> Pioneer, that kid. <laughs> So, wow, what an episode. Wow. Hope you enjoyed, listener. Hope you enjoyed Juan, or should I say Joanne? <laughs> Joanne. Hope you enjoyed Josh, or should I say Gip? <laughs> Gaga's hip. So subscribe to our Patreon. We have a really cool against episode on Art Pop versus Maya. We have like dozens of bonus episodes and bonus segments for you to hear. So there's that, but also just like, if you kind of like hearing this shit, mm-hmm. you know, subscribe. Just be nice to us, you know? Like buying a coffee. And thanks for subscribing if you already do. Thanks for listening. We love you. Uh, And we'll see you soon. Have a good rest of your week. Bye.